0: You made it to the Hidden Gems podcast, the podcast that highlights the journeys of small business owners, entrepreneurs, and creatives through conversation, interviews, and storytelling. Tune in every Monday for a new episode where I drop major gems, or at least my guests drop major gems. But today I am joined by Miss Dominique Morton. She is the author, founder, everything for Parentish, for the Parentish blog. Um, And today she's gonna be telling us a little bit more about that. So, Dominique, go ahead. All right, so I'm
1: Dominique um, and I started Parentish blog um, like a couple years ago. And the reason that I started it was because I got on Instagram and I just did not see a lot of black women who were talking about parenting. Mm -hmm. Um, There are black influencers, but a lot of them weren't talking about parenting and parenting from a black standpoint is a little bit different from um, the influencers that I was seeing. So I was like, hey, let me dive into this. Let me, you know, I'm a mom. I've been doing this at this point for eight years. You know, yeah. I worked in childcare. Let me get out here and let me talk about it. So it really was just to create a safe space for Black women to be able to come and share their journeys on motherhood and for me to share my journey. Because I was entering a new stage with Kaylee. She is hitting that preteen, that mm-hmm. tween stage. So. <laughs> I figured I would share that with everybody. So that's pretty much why I started uh, Parentish.
0: Okay. Yeah, because you and I used to work together. I guess I should have gave some backstory. We used to work together. um, And when we worked together, Kaylee was like two. So (laughs) that's crazy to think that she's like almost a teenager, a real deal teenager. Ten. Yeah. So uh, my new thing is, like I explained it to you, but I'm explaining it again. I have this bag, and I don't know if you listened to my episode that I did by myself, but I was pulling questions out of a bag, right? So I was like, I'm going to bring it on to <laughs> okay. all my episodes. So I have a bunch of random questions inside this bag. Okay, so I'm, I'm ready. ready. I switched the bag up because I did have a Ziploc bag, but I had this little, everybody got one of these. <laughs> <laughs> the Crown Royal bag for the list. Everybody, <laughs> everybody has one. one. Everybody has one. So I'm going to ask you five questions okay. out of the bag. See, I'm randomly choosing, so people don't think I'm cheating. Okay. And they're very random. So I don't know. Some of them revolve around whatever. What is one irrational fear that you have?
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> Honestly, that I won't be successful. Really? That's not yes.
0: irrational. I mean...
1: It's, it's it. irrational to the point where... Which which has led me not to be consistent with my blog. Okay. I've been on and off like I'll jump in and I'm all in and then I'll get this fear because if we if I'm being 100 with you, Instagram, YouTube, it's all about the likes. It's all about the follows. It's Mm -hmm. all about the comments. And so when you put a post out there and it doesn't get the response that you think or a video out that you it doesn't get the response that you think it's scary. And so it causes me to like kind of push back. So yeah, that it's irrational because it makes me stop. It doesn't make me keep going. So this year I'm like, I'm going to keep going no matter what, no matter how many likes, no matter how many views I get, I'm doing this for me and I'm doing this for whoever sees it and needs to see what I have to say. So,
0: yeah. I mean, you have a very specialized space for black women talking about parenting because you're right. There aren't a lot of black women who talk about parenting and definitely not a lot of influencers that talk about parenting I feel like a lot of influencers are about like the look and the clothes and Mm -hmm. the products and you know all this other stuff but like parenting is something that's kind of just out there and there are a lot of black parents and I can't believe that's an irrational fear of yours
1: yeah it's 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 crazy and you know what you were just saying like it's all about the look the clothes and all that and if anybody if you know me Mm -hmm. i'm very laid back i'm not like super flashy so that's another thing that i i struggle with is when you see perfect pictures my pictures don't always come off perfect or look perfect but that was that's what i was going for but a lot of people are looking for that perfection Mm -hmm. so it's kind of hard when you're just trying to be, I guess, regular, normal.
0: Yeah, it's really strange that people expect like moms or parents in general to always have their shit together. Like, yeah. like yeah. I, I don't ever have my shit together. Like I'm posting yeah. pictures when I, the one moment where I have my shit together, that's the picture you see. <laughs> Cause right. you don't see me in here. Like if you could see this room right now, like this desk, <laughs> you would know immediately. Right. Like I, it's not together. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Let's see. Next question. I'm digging deep in the bag, I got a lot of questions in here, though. Okay. <laughs> oh no, I pulled out two. Okay. Um, how much research did you do prior to becoming a blogger? Like, how much research did you do about blogging?
1: I did a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I actually ran across uh this blogger. Her name is Maddie James, oh, and I, I literally yeah, she's, she's pretty big. And I literally like studied her website. I studied her Instagram. I watched her lives, even still to this day, I will kind of just go back and look at Maddie James. She's um, She grew her following in, I think she started back in 2015 and she tells her story and it's just so authentic. And so I, I looked up to her. I still do. Um, and I just went to like different bloggers websites just to kind of see what they were doing, how they were doing it, what their process was. So yeah, I did study. I'm still studying because it's such an ever growing field. Like it's changing. Every time i turn around, it's some more bloggers or something more to talk about. So I'm still studying.
0: Yeah. And I feel like with parenting, you'll always have something to talk about like that's a job that's never going to end it's (laughs) never going to end and it's always like
1: what might have worked a year ago might not work today you know what I mean and so I always tell people like how my mom parented me I can't parent my daughter because we're in completely different times and she's a completely different child Mm -hmm. so parenting is ever evolving I'll always have something to say
0: yeah yeah that's true. That is very true. I talk about that a lot on my other podcast with my friend, Ivory. You know, Ivory. Yeah. I know Ivory. Yeah. We work I, yeah. See, dang, we all work together. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we talk about parenting all the time, how we always like, we were talking about um, being millennial moms and how it's different than being a baby boomer mom or a yeah. gen X mom or you know whatever (laughs) I have to think about the generations like uh, I make jokes that like the gen x moms are like the forgotten generation because I don't really know what generation that is because my mom is a baby boomer and Ivory's mom is a baby boomer so Mm -hmm. I don't know (laughs) okay let's see next question (laughs) all right (laughs) are you on clubhouse (laughs)
1: No, I'm not on clubhouse. Um, I don't know much about clubhouse i've I've heard mixed reviews, like I hear people who say they really, really love it, and then I hear yeah. people who be like, "It's a waste of time it's it's silly. Um, my boyfriend was actually on a panel for that mm-hmm. um, and it was interesting. I heard him talk a little bit, but it was just a bunch of people just kind of talking and telling their story, so
0: yeah. So, I'm on Clubhouse. I'm probably one of those people who's going to give you a mixed review, right? I'm on there, (laughs) but I don't ever get on there. Like, I, um, when I first got it, um, I got on there and I got on like a couple of the rooms or whatever. Okay. Just, I was just, (laughs) I was just like, what What is this? Yeah. Yeah. I was just tired. I didn't want to hear anybody talk. I'm Mm -hmm. on like Zoom and or Microsoft Teams and all this stuff webex all the time so i'm always hearing people talk i listen to a lot of audio books i listen to a lot of podcasts so right. for me to just be like hey let me get on clubhouse and just keep listening <laughs> i'm turning my listening ears off it's done at that moment <laughs> like <Right. laughs> i don't want to hear it like it's just a, and y'all these are like people's think pieces like i don't know what it's just it was, it's not for me i'm there but it's not for me i can't download
1: Or add one more app or one more thing to my plate, you know? It's like another thing that I have to look at or listen to or- Yeah.
0: No. Or see who's trying to be, trying to come to my 7 p.m. Right. House talk. Like- Yeah. No. I don't even get on like Instagram lives because I'm like, I'm not getting on there for people to only one person to show up. (laughs) Right. Right. But you know what? And this came from me,
1: like, studying, you know, the blogging thing. Apparently, when you do lives, it helps you. But I just haven't gotten to the point where I'm like, yeah, let me go live for, like, one person to show up.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, because when people go live, like, people that I follow, I'll get on. And I'll be on for a little bit, but, like, I need a feature where I can, like, close the screen down. Yeah. I have to keep, like, holding my screen. Holding the open. phone, yep. Yeah, like, I just need to be able to, like, I will get on live if I can be on live and just let you have your view without me having to be there. Right. Yep. <laughs> Cause I don't want to be there the whole time.
1: I'm just tired. That's, That's why I can't do things like verses for the whole time or, yeah. you know, when somebody is going to talk, I'm like, uh, just sitting here for 60 minutes, holding my phone lit I can't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, like
1: you need that option to like, yeah.
0: Like, let me put the screen to sleep so I can walk away and you can have your listens. But I don't know, mm-hmm. and just like the only verses I think I watched all the way was the Gucci man and uh, Jeezy. <laughs> I didn't even watch the whole Eric Badu and Jill Scott verses. I watched a lot of it, but I didn't watch all I of it. that one. Oh, see, and I didn't watch the Keisha Cole and Ashanti one. I didn't watch that either, I and I didn't watch the Brandy and Monica one either.
1: Now that one I watched because Monica is my girl. Like oh, I love Monica. So I i watched that one. I think that's the only one that I was able to
0: like sit through and watch. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't half the time I fall asleep before these things even start. Mm-hmm. The only reason I think I caught the whole Gucci Man and Young Jeezy one is because Nate is like a huge Gucci Man fan.
1: So okay. like,
0: he came in the house with it ready. on ready girl rapping <laughs> i was like please cut cut the phone off let me just i'll turn it on the tv it's on apple tv let me just turn it on because mm-hmm. i don't i don't want to hear your phone right now i don't yeah. <laughs> so that's just okay let me next question okay you gonna answer three questions okay next question have you ever considered giving up and why i have and
1: it comes from anxiety okay and fear you know like i um it's crazy on my last blog post that i put on my website i talked about this i talked about how um you know i left i graduated from high school and i went to auburn Mm -hmm. and you know i wasn't in hindsight i wasn't ready to leave home and embark on that journey by myself You know, so I got off task, I ended up not graduating. And that has stuck with me, like, to me, it felt like I left and I failed, you know, Mm -hmm. I had Kaylee, I came back to Atlanta, and I just started working. And so now, um, like, even with my blog or anything that I do, I'm real, like, skeptical, because I'm like, am I gonna finish it? Is it gonna turn out how it was when I was in college and all of that. So I got a therapist um, back in November mm-hmm. and she's been helping me like work through that. Cool. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of times where I just want to be like, I, I don't want to do this blog thing. I don't, I don't want to do this because I'm scared to fail or it's not going to take off how I want to, but I've just had to change my thinking and my therapist has helped me a lot with changing my thinking and setting many goals so like she talked about how we'll set like these large goals and they're they're so far out that a lot of times we quit before we even get to it Mm -hmm. so she's like set a mini goal. let your mini goal be post once a week right you know if it be on your instagram it actually be on your website whatever just post once a week and that kind of helped me like okay i can do this you know what i mean so yeah i did have The thoughts of giving up, but with my therapist and changing my way of thinking, you know, I've been able to like put that to the side and be like, you can do it, you can keep going. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what's up. Shout out to Black Girls in Therapy because Mm -hmm. Lord knows we all need it and <laughs> it don't even have to be and like for me like the thing about therapy is people think it has to be like some big thing but really it mm-hmm. just be going because you just need somebody to talk to like it's really just maintenance mm-hmm. like let me go talk to somebody who's got a non-biased opinion about some of these right. decisions i'm making in my life because that's what i was looking
1: for when i found my therapist and i also was looking for her to be black of course just of course. because i feel like you know i need somebody who can resonate with what i what i have going on yeah and, and um it's Masoness for me at this point, you know, just that unbiased, she doesn't know me. She doesn't know my background. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to talk to her and she's helping me. has yeah. helped
0: me a lot. So, yeah, that's really good. I'm proud of you, man.
1: Thank you. you.
0: You're welcome. Um, but yeah, like giving up is always something I think that, I think that any, I think that like, if somebody were to sit here and say they never thought about giving up, I, that would definitely be a lie. Um, I think that's something that goes across everybody's mind at some point, especially with um, being a small business owner, having a blog, being an influencer, doing whatever, because especially with just the way social media works and how it's like such a large part of our lives right now, Mm -hmm. um, it's just I, I couldn't see how you could ever not feel like you want to give up at some point because like you'll see other people like excelling, excelling, excelling and being super active on social media. And like, sometimes you're just like, I don't feel like getting on, but if I don't get on, then I won't interact. Then my posts won't perform as well. And I'll never get out there. Like you start thinking stuff like that. Like I'll never get out there, but that's not really true. Like you just have to be consistent and it doesn't have to be over the top.
1: right and I think too with blogging we have to realize like I know we hear this a lot but it's a marathon you -hmm. know like that overnight success that you think a lot of bloggers have that's not the case it's been years and years and years that they've been working at this to get to the point where they are now and so that's kind of what that's what I've had to realize like it's a marathon it's not a sprint you have to take your time build your audience, you know, get yourself out there and just go for it. And if you get, and then I, I also started thinking like, okay, we look at some, we were like, oh my God, we, I don't have a thousand followers. But if you took in line of 30 people, that's a lot of people that you reached. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I had to start thinking about it like that too. Like if there were 30 people sitting in my house right now and I was talking to them,
0: yeah
1: that's a lot of people that you've reached, you know well, what I mean? A congregation so,
0: right there. <laughs> there's a congregation.
1: So like if I can reach one mom or one dad,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm okay with that now.
0: Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. I said the same thing. I started, I had to start using that same mindset about the podcast. Cause I was like, well, in the beginning I was like, okay, i got 30 listeners, you know, um, that's not a whole lot. But then I thought about it and I thought the same thing. I was like, 30 people walking here right now to hear me speak Mm -hmm. I mean like what and then like eventually I got up to like um my episodes got up to like 176 listens and I was like wow 176 people and then now it's like over a thousand so I was like okay yeah I'm very excited but like I did a little research on podcasts too and I noticed that like it usually takes about three years unless you're like joe rogan and you just started a podcast everybody you already have a following because you're already somebody like (laughs) but like it usually takes about three years um from what i've seen for people to gain a little notoriety within podcasting so Mm -hmm. i'm taking my time i'm not really like stressing but it really is a marathon like it's not (laughs) Mm and like i um like you know i don't know if you saw my post i think you did because i think you commented on one of my posts was about um starting a blog this year Mm -hmm. And I just struggle with that. So I'm very happy to have you here to talk about this because maybe you can help me.
1: So, okay, with blogging too, like me, I'm a really good writer. Like everybody is like, that's your thing. You do really well with that. But I get writer's blog a lot. You know, it's easier for me to get on Instagram and make a post, but like actually blogging and putting my thoughts and, you know, really getting out what I want to say to people can be difficult sometimes. And especially when you live in such a judgmental world. So I can say one thing about my parenting style and it could cause like a ripple. Like people might be like, what? I can't believe you do that. Or I can't believe you let your daughter do that. You know what I mean? So like blogging is, especially with parenting, I'm I'm apprehensive sometimes Mm -hmm. about what I say and how I parent my daughter, because I know that my parenting looks different than, I guess, what traditional Black parenting would be, you know? Kaylee comes from a background where they empowered small children at the daycare that she went to. Her voice mattered, you know, and that carries over now.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always wonder how those children turn oh, out as teens. Very vocal. <laughs> very vocal. Mm-hmm. Um
1: it gets it gets interesting, you yeah. know, but my mom always says you wanted her in
0: that school. I okay. mean, but I know she's gotta be like smart as a whip, though.
1: So. She is. She's yeah. very intelligent. Um, her critical thinking skills are like out of this world I mean like you know okay I'm gonna give you guys an example (laughs) and she uses she tries to use it to her benefit so you know like with little girls now um all the rage is like these crop top shirts that's all they sell in the store for little girls really yes oh my god yeah, if you go in a store right now, is nothing but really like the crop top shirts or whatever. And so we kind of tell her, like, we don't think you're ready for that. You know, you shouldn't have your stomach showing yet. You're only nine. And she asked my mom, well, you guys let me wear a bikini. So what's the difference? Oh,
0: <gasps> well, yeah.
1: And my mom was like, she had to stop <laughs> and think like, this kid has a point so she had to figure out how she was going to spin that for her so yeah like how did she spin it because i'm curious <laughs> she said well my mom was being funny she was like well maybe we'll just go ahead and get you one pieces from now on and oh, okay. they kind of were like no no, no. So, <laughs> but she said she had to stop and think like wow so that's
0: that's what she's hitting us with oh right man now. y'all better you going to have to sharpen up like, <laughs> your comeback's ready, just have them locked and loaded. You might need to write them all down in your phone.
1: <laughs> yes, because she is about to give me a run for my money.
0: Yeah. Oh. I mean, well, that I mean, but that's great. That's a great way of thinking. Huh? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I applaud her in her school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me see. I think this is one, two, three, four. Five. Oh, this is your last question. Okay. Well, your last question from the bag.
1: Okay.
0: Let's see what I get here. Oh wait, no, that's specific (laughs) to not that one. (laughs) If you had to watch only one TV show for the rest of your life, what's the show you would watch and why?
1: Oh man, this is so hard. Because I have a new favorite show, but I have an old show that I have seen every single episode. So I'll probably go with that, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, my God. I I have literally seen every single episode of Grey's Anatomy from when it first started to now. And no. I haven't even gone back on Netflix and started
0: rewatching the series. What scene? is with you, Grey's Anatomy people? All of y'all have done that.
1: I don't know because I get so mad at Shonda where I'll be like, I'm not watching anymore. How dare you kill this person? How dare you do this? Yeah. And I'll just come back in. It's like an emotional roller coaster. I have been on emotional roller coasters <laughs> since 2005 fooling around with Shonda Rhimes oh. and Grey's Anatomy
0: an emotional roller coaster that you put yourself on put no, you went back
1: hey <laughs> right, that's what my brother says because my sister-in-law watches it too and he's like why do you sit and watch something that makes you cry every week why <laughs> <laughs> why are you putting yourself through this oh so.
0: god what is wrong with you what's your other what's your new favorite show
1: Bridgerton
0: oh that's my show I was like oh please be Bridgerton please be Bridgerton <laughs> yes I sat and watched that I don't know was it two days girl I watched I, it took me I watched it all the first it was so bad Dominique I watched the whole first season in eight hours okay. um, I started at nine o'clock at night and ended at four o'clock in the morning okay. and like <laughs> you know Nate's a firefighter he had to wake up the next morning to go to work <laughs> Oh. and I was in the room watching it and he was like and he woke up at like 11 30 and was like why are you still watching this tv can you just <laughs> turn the tv off I had to get up and I was like oh yeah and I got up and I left the room and went to the living room and watched it until four o'clock in the morning this and I so girl and then I turned around and had to wake up at like seven because my kids woke up Our kids I was so
1: tired I so so can't
0: sleep <laughs> I was so tired. And then I went back and watched it again. So in this sense, I can relate to you on the Grey's Anatomy thing, because again, this is another Shonda. Shonda's out here making us addicted to her shows. And (laughs) I watched it again. And then, of course, I became obsessed. So I had to go listen to the books on audiobook.
1: Yeah, they're following you. Aren't you? You're finished, right?
0: I finished book five as of right now. When this episode airs, I'll be done with it, I'm sure. I have three more books to finish. (laughs) (laughs) so like my plans are like my little splurge item for myself this month is for me to buy the last three books um Bridgerton (laughs) I'm very excited to see how she's gonna make this all play out though because Mm -hmm. the books are very good and very interesting so I know the first
1: book line up with
0: the first season I didn't so I didn't listen to the first book because I had watched the show already and I feel like that would kind of mess up my view of the characters because after listening to a couple of the other books, um, some of the characters do not look like they are described in the books. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but I like that she switched up the characters. Like I like that she made it a little more modern and like, even the music in this show is a little more modern. It's just like Mm -hmm. orchestra, but it's really cool. So I like the way she does things. So that's, I didn't go back and read the first book. I just read the second book and on okay so i'm on the fifth book and i got three more books to go and i'll be done (laughs) so um okay so here are my questions for you so by the time this episode airs it'll be in march and we'll be talking about like what do you want to do with your kids for the summer so what are some things you look for like in like i guess summer camp or enrichment programs for kaylee like as a parent
1: so um typically she's been hanging out with my mom okay. sometimes but this year she's um into sports so we're gonna do she's playing volleyball and she's playing softball um so we are probably gonna do some softball camps um i'm thinking about well i'm going through the process of private school Mm -hmm. um and so a lot of them have weekly uh camps so I'm thinking about just doing different things with her this summer reading a reading camp would be great just because math is her thing and trying to get her to read is like pulling teeth Really? so yeah she and we're the complete opposite so when I was her age I loved to read and she is kind of like yeah I'm not into that So I'm going to be looking for things like reading and sports and something that she wants to do, something that she's interested in doing, because I don't want to just like push things on her and I'm paying for stuff and she's not having a good time. Like I want her to be involved in the process. So that's what I'm going to do this summer. As you know, we live in Atlanta, so this stuff is expensive. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, are y'all serious? But you know, she's getting older, so I want her to, and especially with the whole COVID, mm-hmm. she's been virtual since last March. Yeah. So to get her back out there around people this summer is, will be great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, and then like, so <clears> I, <throat> I, I always see your posts about um, volleyball and softball, and I'm always very excited about softball because that was my thing okay. <laughs> back in the day. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. um, I never played volleyball. I don't even think I ever tried out to play volleyball. I didn't know much about volleyball, but um, I don't know anything about volleyball. I didn't know anything
1: about softball. Um, I just literally, I was looking for something for her to do because she had been in the house since March Mm -hmm. and I felt like she needed some sort of like interaction with somebody. So that's how we got into softball and the girl, I'm not saying this because she's my child the girl is a natural like we were all shocked even the coaches and the other parents were like are you sure she hasn't played before I'm like no this is literally literally her first time playing and so and she I think she wanted to play volleyball because she's into um these tv shows I can't even think of the name of it um and they play volleyball on them oh okay so she wanted to play and then she we're playing um it looks a little different because of COVID but she loves it
0: she's having a great time so that's how she got into that so well whenever she starts having softball games send me the invite girl I'm gonna come and relive my glory days through Kaylee oh yeah (laughs) she's gonna be like I don't even remember you I'm like girl don't worry (laughs) about it I'm (laughs) I'm your mama friend (laughs) I remember you right (laughs) okay well that's good I um I mean I don't know of too many like camps that are in person this year I just know of like one or two virtual camps but Mm -hmm. I mean that's kind of like the same stuff that they've been doing for a year now so Um, if you check out um
1: the children's school okay they just put out theirs it may have already filled up but they're doing a lot of they doing in-person camps and they were very successful um last summer with their camps they've been very successful with the school year as well okay Um, a lot of the private schools or the private um daycares and stuff are doing their
0: summer camps right I mean that's true that's yeah. true. Just speaking from the standpoint of the place that we both used to work, I can, <laughs> I can personally attest to that. Um, yeah, the children's school. Fun fact: two of my aunts used to work there. Um, okay. One used to teach sixth grade math, and the other one used to teach uh, kindergarten. She taught first grade, I believe she might have taught second grade. She was there for a lot of years. Actually, she passed away two years ago, okay. and um, when she we had her funeral the children's school, uh they were closed for the day of her funeral. And like all her students came up there, like students mm-hmm. from the past. It was so big. And we were at, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Impact Church in East Point, mm-hmm. um, but the, it was filled to overflow, like okay. the, the sanctuary. So like we, um, it was a really, it was a really sweet funeral. And, um but she used to teach there and like, they have like this is a scholarship. She got an award from Keisha Lance Bottoms because she taught Keisha Lance Bottoms' son when he was there. It was just a big right. thing, but um, fun fact. So I am yeah. familiar with the children's school and I do know they're a pretty good school, so.
1: Yeah, they are my top choice. Okay.
0: I um, hope, hopefully that
1: goes well. Just because, you know, they have the project-based learning. Right. And I'm a huge fan of project-based learning. So they are definitely my top choice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of right in line with what, um, the, the, the basics that Kaylee got from mm-hmm. her,
1: her child yeah. care
0: center. So when
1: I was, you know, freaking out when she was in pre-K
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, you know, I had some awesome, Kaylee had some awesome pre-K teachers. Um, and they were just, they were very helpful, you know, and I ended up finding her school now, um, from one of the parents, OK, um, that when I was teaching and um, sh- that school was project based. Her school now is project based. So okay. that's what I was looking for. I was looking to keep her on the same path. Right. You know, because I believed in that learning style. I, be- I don't believe children should sit all day of course. and be lectured. You know what I mean? I believe that they should take the reins of their education. And so that's what I was looking for in the children's school. That's exactly what they do yeah Mm
0: -hmm. so yeah yeah that's yeah that's the best way that they learn just speaking from an educator standpoint i Mm -hmm. i haven't seen it done better (laughs) like learning from memorization that does not work that doesn't even make sense because in real life if you don't know something guess what you're going to do you're going to use your resources you're going to go to google you're going to figure it out you're not going to sit there and be like i can't remember this how am i gonna figure it out like that doesn't work that's not how real life works okay so uh my next question is what has been your biggest challenge like of parenthood (laughs) okay so i'm in the tween
1: stage okay and the biggest challenge is social media Mm. so navigating T- trying to make her understand why social media isn't appropriate right now. But also, try- I'm trying to find a balance. Right. So I don't want to be like, no, you can't get on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you can't get on anything. And then she's like, why? Mm-hmm. You know, and then she's sneaking behind my back and I don't know what she's doing. So like really trying to find a balance in a world that I wasn't a part of as a child. Like this is all new for all of us. So um, I, she's, I got her a cell phone for Christmas and I'm like, it's because you're in sports. You know, I have to leave you at practice. That makes sense to me. Um, but just really, really trying to navigate social media, cell phones, computers her having access to so much so early, you know? I can put every single restriction, but she's still going to see things that I don't want her to see. So it's really trying to like navigate this weird space that we're in and trying to like make her understand some stuff you're not ready for. You feel like you're ready for it, but you're not ready for it because some things that I see I'm not ready for it, you know? I don't know how to process it. And you're nine, so you your brain hasn't even fully formed for you to process a lot of these things that you're seeing. And even now, um, the other day I took her braids down and she had her little Afro and she was like, oh no, I can't wear my hair like this, it looks a mess. But three, yeah. But, like, three to six months ago, she thought it was so cute. So she's, you know what I mean? Like, this stuff is happening with self-esteem and looks and all of that. So I'm just really trying to navigate it. And social media plays a part in that. Yeah, it plays a part. You it. know, the, the kids are seeing, like, oh, these kids look perfect. Or my favorite YouTuber has this and that. And the, you know what I mean? So it's, like, ugh, it's it's tough.
0: Yeah. That is tough. I'm not ready for that phase um, because I already had issues with YouTube with Sam. I just he can't get on YouTube ever again in his life. <laughs> just, yeah, at least not until he's like, I don't know, maybe like uh, I ban YouTube. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because it's there's no way to there's no way to police that even yeah. on YouTube. If you do YouTube Kids, like yep. there's still weirdos out here who will post stuff. That that they say is for kids, but they're doing things that are not for kids or saying things that are not for kids. Like just because yeah. you put some dinosaurs in a video, but you're saying inappropriate things in the background doesn't mean that it's for kids. That means that you that's you being a weird ass adult doing yeah. weird ass things to target children, and that's strange. That's disgusting. Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah, it's hard. It's very hard. That part is hard. I I'm not ready for the social media phase <laughs> because mm-hmm. like. I and I was saying this to Ivory like, bullying worries me, like, mm-hmm. because in my eyes, I feel like I'm never gonna see my kids as more than two years old and three years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so when they become like 13 and they, if they, if you know, something happens where they're bullying and they're feeling really low about themselves, I'm gonna be looking at them like, this is my baby. Like, how could somebody say this to my baby? You know, <clears throat> so I'm and then God forbid my own kids be bullies. So I've just, you know what, schools, I, my mind.
1: <laughs> I have from the time Kaylee was small, like it's still to her. We don't bully, we don't talk about people, we don't do this. I if if everybody else is being mean, you are the one that be nice to your friend, the girl who is left out or whoever is left out. But it is something about I can't speak on boys because I don't have a boy. It's something about these little girls that it's just in them. No matter what you teach them, that little cattiness, it starts to come out around this puberty phase. Mm-hmm. And it is just insane. Like, I'm the type of parent where I hover around when she's on the phone or on like Zoom calls with her friends. And I'll be like, hey, uh-uh, we're not doing that. Yeah. If I hear something that is just like insane, and I have, oh my <laughs> it, it's just something that's in kids but I think as an adult as adults if we can step in and stop it mm-hmm. and not say like oh that's kids being kids no let's correct them you well, know right. like let's make them understand like what bullying can do in the long-term effects there are people in their 30s who are still affected by things that happen
0: to them in high school or elementary school so that's true I mean, and then the crazy, uh, the other crazy part, the other half of that that's crazy is that there are people in their thirties who were the bully in high school who are still holding on to their glory days. Yeah. How <laughs> <laughs> so weird. It's like, yeah. You know, you're not in high school. You realize that like you're like 10 or 15 years removed. Like it's over with. <laughs> we're all grown now. It's I
1: was having this conversation with my boyfriend. His name is Sam. Oh, and we were talking about that yeah and we were just talking about how like when you were younger and you felt like you saw adults and you were like oh my gosh adults they're so grown they're just moving and then you become adults and you just realize that they're aged teenagers some of them like they're yeah. still
0: doing the same things that they were doing in high school mm-hmm. just teenagers with money girl yeah that's <laughs> all it is teenagers with money and teenagers who are out here hunching okay yeah yeah that's it okay so how difficult was it for you or how difficult is it for you to maintain your blog I know you kind of touched on it already but like just like for me a person who (laughs) is thinking about starting a blog who claims I'm gonna do it in this year like Mm -hmm. I know I already have my own like mental hurdles because I feel like it would take up a lot of time it is I'm not so, even. Gonna lie. It's not gonna like so. Like, how do you balance that? How do you do that? Because I can't imagine sitting down at my computer and just typing up a long little <laughs> hello.
1: So okay, like I told you, I've been real inconsistent. So this year, my whole theme is consistency. Mm-hmm. So like, I have all, you won't believe how many topics I have listed out that I want to write about, mm-hmm. and it's really all about setting aside that time. So if you're going to say, okay, Sunday, I'm going to focus on my blog. I'm going to focus on writing. I find it easier to not to type it out first. Oh, okay. Writing like old school, write it out before you type it Mm -hmm. or outlining your subject so that everything can kind of like flow. It's Mm -hmm. almost like how you learned in school. It's sometimes I can get on my computer and I can just type it out and boom, it's there. And it's other times where I really need to sit down and I need to think about it and just, I don't want to think about it too much. Cause if you think about it too much, you 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 might end up talking yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. I've done that before. Like mm-hmm. I've been thinking and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. That's why uh, people go and they see my last blog post. Um, I was super open. I literally typed that in like 15 minutes. And before I could think about it, I pushed publish. Okay. You know, because blogging is so personal because these are your innermost thoughts that you're sharing with the world. Yeah, it's kind of like having a diary. It's having a diary and you're letting other people read your diary. Yeah. But I think the key to success is planning. Planning and being consistent. Yeah. That's like I think I would probably be further along had I just been more consistent. And um like I was telling you, Maddie, she talks about that. She Mm -hmm. has like a whole thing where you know she'll plan out her whole content for the month in advance. Yeah. Wow. And then she'll have weekly and daily tasks and all of this so that her blog and everything flows efficiently. I mean, now she's huge, so she can like source it out a little bit yeah but for people like us with kids and you know still nine to five jobs, it's just really about finding that time and being consistent and just sitting down and doing it. yeah and starting and don't start off like oh I'm gonna put out two posts a week maybe just say I'm gonna blog once a week girl once Ooh. a month every two weeks because <laughs> <laughs> you have a podcast and all this other stuff you got your waste bees you have all this stuff that you're doing so i would be like every other every
0: other week or every other month every other month <laughs> <laughs> whatever works Absolutely. for you. i mean yeah because it's hard and like keeping up my youtube page is actually a little difficult mm-hmm. that requires a different type of like attention like instagram and i mean i wouldn't say facebook because i don't really market a whole lot on facebook like i'll share like when i post a new episode that's it that's a family mm-hmm. place i'm not doing all that on Facebook. But right. um, Instagram and, like, Twitter, oh, my God, I can just get on my phone and just do 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 yep. and then that's it. But, like, blogging, like, that's something I have to sit down and I have to do. Kind of like with the podcast, I do do really well. Like, I'm holding my – this is my little clipboard notebook where I write down all my notes, like, for all my episodes that I outline and all of that stuff. And I do have to write it out. And, like, I think that um, – fun fact, my – bachelor's degree is in English language and literature. So I guess by trade, I'm a writer, but, (laughs) but like, I would, that would just take me forever. And I think that I would get caught up in the, the editing phase of it and be like, okay, well, I gotta wait, let me know, cross that out. Nope. uh, Too much. Like, you know, and the thing about blogging
1: is it's not about perfection. It's your voice. You know what I mean? So you want to talk to your audience in your voice. So like, I say y'all a lot in real life. I'm from the South, you mm-hmm. know, y'all, it's in my writing. I put it in my writing. Now, if I was going to write a paper, right, I'm not going to put y'all in there or I'm not going to be so lax. So like, that's the thing with blogging. You can kind of be lax. You can kind of use incorrect English you know, because you're speaking in your voice. You want to, you want your audience to be engaged. Yeah. And that's the thing with writing for a blog. You have to engage your audience. So you can kind of take those English technicalities out of it a little bit. You don't want to make you, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you still got to be careful, you know, with your tools and all of that. You're there, are theirs
0: <laughs> and theirs. Yeah, that
1: stuff still needs to be right you know but you have a little leeway with you know like I say y'all
0: yeah well I don't know I'm still on the fence about the blog thing for myself but I mean I'm I'm excited about your blog
1: (laughs) I'm excited because I'm excited too because like this is I'm I'm in now you know I'm really really in I've been talking about how like I might revamp it a little bit. I might change the name just because like, I'm still going to talk about parenting because that's important, but I'm also more than a mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I might want to talk to you guys about different things other than parenting. So like I'm a fitness buff. Every, you know, you helped me get into that.
0: <laughs> I see it, your shirt for everybody who can't see her shirt. She's got her trainer.com Compound shirt. <laughs> yes and Kendra put me on. Shout out to Jay Killer. (laughs) Yeah, Jay, but did you die?
1: So, (laughs) but you know, sometimes I want to talk about working out or my journey, because my journey with working out hasn't been perfect, and it's the same thing with my blog, but you know, blogging, like I'll keep saying, it's about consistency, and it's about believing in yourself, and it's about like not worrying about what somebody else is gonna say because if you worry about what they say,
0: then yeah. you're not gonna do it.
1: Yeah, and I'm a witness. Yeah,
0: that. that's true. What do you use to do your blog? Do you use like WordPress or like Blogger? I think
1: no I one. use Squarespace. Oh,
0: okay, I was thinking about like, my whole thing
1: into Squarespace. Squarespace is user friendly. Yeah, like I got on there and the it. I mean, you still have to put in work. You still have to learn, but it's so simple and it's so easy. And then like I created my first website and it was real basic. And then like uh, probably six months or so, I revent my website and I made it a little bit more complex, but it helps you along the way. So it's super user-friendly. Like I love it. Okay.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I was thinking about, I have my, just my WaySpeed website is, on big cartel but okay. the domain so it's kindredtreasures.com but i was thinking about moving it to squarespace because i wanted well what i want is a space where like people can go and it's just like my website so you can access my blog you can access the waste beads or whatever mm-hmm. else i'm doing or my podcast you know i don't have a blog i don't know why i said blog first probably because <laughs> we're talking about blogs <laughs> Yeah, that. So, but you can access all my things in one space that way I can just have one link instead of like I do have a link tree now which works for um, Instagram, but I would rather just have one link and you could go to that website and see everything and I don't know maybe I need to pay a web designer or something but I'm not sure yet. I don't even think you, you know, unless
1: like that's something that you want to do, but I really think that you probably could go into Squarespace mm-hmm. and do all of that stuff yourself because they have websites where they're like, are you a seller? Are you a blogger? Mm-hmm. Are you this? And then you can set your website up from there and you can add the things that you want, or you can take away. I mean, like it's, it's user-friendly.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but now if you want to outsource, of course, it's all about making your life easier than (laughs)
0: outsource. Maybe. We'll see. I'm not sure yet. I mean, I'm still playing all that out in my head. And so that is something, that's another place where I get stuck before like my ideas can come out. Like I think a lot of people um, like might see what I'm doing and be like, wow, Kendra's always, doing it but like really there's so much more stuck inside of my head that can't make it out because I'm like constantly battling with myself about whether I want to do it this way or that way or how it's gonna be so like I mean I'm doing a lot of stuff but I'm not doing as much as I could
1: be doing I you know what I know exactly what you're talking about
0: yeah that's me
1: you know so I definitely understand but yeah I use Squarespace and I
0: love it okay yeah okay well I think that's all I have, Dominique. I mean, um, do you have, do you want to plug your website and your socials? Yes. So you can find me on
1: Instagram at parentish, P-A-R-E-N-T-I-S-H blog. And my website is www.parentishblog.com. My YouTube is linked on my Instagram in the link tree i have a link tree so you can see my latest youtube videos from there and that's pretty much all that i have as far as social media i mean i have a facebook but i don't really use it's a family place we yeah don't, we don't <laughs> invite strangers to facebook family yeah is. so
0: <laughs> yeah those are my those are my handles okay well thank you dominique for coming on i really appreciate it. this is a great talk Thank you for having me, Kendra. Oh, you're welcome. It's not a problem at all. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Hidden Gems podcast. If you are looking for me and you want to follow me and interact with me on social media, social networks, um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at hiddengems__pod. That's underscore Pod. Um, I'm typically pretty good about getting back with people on there. You can also check me out on YouTube um, if you want to see the visual for most of my podcast episodes. They're on YouTube. Oh, excuse me. Um, my YouTube is Kendra's Treasures. Um, other than that, I will be here on the next episode. I hope that you all stay tuned in, and that is it.